This episode of Hatcher Cocky is brought to you by On The Docks. The food at On The Docks is amazing, and that speaks from experience. You will get a great tasting meal no matter what you order on the menu, and you'll leave there happy and full. On The Docks is located at 103 King Street West in Harrow. They are open Tuesday to Saturday from 4 to 8 p.m. They can be reached at 519-738-2382. <laughs> And what is going on, everybody? All of you beauts and beauties out there, it is episode number 84 of Hat Trick Hockey, which is always brought to you by our good friends over at GL Heritage, the official beer of Hat Trick Hockey. This being episode number 84, it's the Mikhail Grabowski edition of Hat Trick Hockey. 12 seasons in the NHL between Toronto, Montreal, New York Islanders. He played 534 games, 125 goals, 171 assists. 296 points he is a calder cup champion two-time champion in belarus bringing my boy my line mate rob what's up dude nothing he was one of my favorite players garofsky that's why i say i think he i'm pretty sure he married a local girl i think he did i think you're right i think you're right Uh, on that i can't remember um Nope, can't remember. So, how was your weekend? And the start of your week, this being Wednesday now. So, I got to strap the skates on. Oh, boy. How'd that yeah, go? like 14 years. Why is 14 it years. So you know, I got terrible ankles. I broke both of them, like, That's one year good. right after the other. I'm so afraid of, you know what I mean? I... 15 years ago, I wasn't afraid of it. I yeah. just played and everything was good. And then and then Glenn was born and uh, I got out of hockey, you know? So I'm not saying it was Glenn's fault. It was just, it was too much, whatever at the time. So how so, did it feel? It was fucking amazing. Yeah. It was amazing, bro. <laughs> so I go to, I'm not going to mention the, the company, but I go, I go to, to uh, one of the places in Windsor, uh, close to the keg, uh, just behind the Devonshire Mall. Yeah. <laughs> and they heat my skates. And I said, well, you know what? Like, I haven't worn these in 14 years. Like, I, I'm so they boil them, do whatever they do to them, and work their magic. And then I'm like, well, I, I might as well get them sharpened while I'm here. They, yeah. they had a pretty good still blade on them, like I thought. Um, so, I, uh, I get him sharp in there. Oh, and uh, Joe Bodell, God bless him. He uh, picked me up and, well, we kind of met there. And then we went out for lunch at uh, one of the local establishments and uh, had, had, had a couple of pints. Uh, well, this is talking Thursday, right? So mm-hmm. I still had to go to uh, uh, Cornhole. Yeah. Regardless, uh, long story short, too late. Um, Friday rolls around and I'm jacked. I'm so pumped to go play hockey. Mm-hmm. Uh, I almost wanted to put my gear on before I went there. <laughs> just show up in it. Just like walk you. in. I, I didn't give a shit. <laughs> so um, I uh, I go there. The two late boys are, are the two Spence boys are there, Layton and Michael. And uh, uh, Jack, Andraka, he's there. And me and them are sitting in and 
there was two other guys. I can't remember their names. I just met them and I'm worse. I'm the worst for names, but I brought all the GL heritages that I had left. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you know, uh, compliments a hat trick cocky. Here you go, boys. Like, and everybody got one except Jack because he's, he's too young. Yeah. So he got a fancy Gatorade and whatever. Um, so get dressed and you know, like, it's funny, like I'm looking down at my stuff and going, put the pads on first then pull up the pants you know what i mean it, it's been so long yeah right so and, uh, so it starts out and i forget my gloves oh well buddy next to me he's got an extra pair and i don't care how dirty they are or whatever, yeah, whatever. You know? so i put them on everybody's out there i'm still tying my skates you know like you, you get the you know big old dad bod down there and trying to tie your skates and get her done. So I get her done. And, uh, as I'm walking out to the ice, uh, so you, you turn left to go yeah. to the boards, to go to the bench. And I got my brand new stick and Jack's chirping me about, well, they have a lot of those at Canadian tire. <laughs> hey, that's where I get my stick. It, it was my first uh, one piecer, you know, like other than the wood. Yeah, so, Jack, uh, suck I, it. That's where I get mine yeah, from. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I, 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 as I, as I'm going to push the door open, I realize that it's a push down at the top. So like, as my hands going up, and, and you know, like I had the Meg meeting with the boys, and they're all chirping me. No one came out because I wouldn't laugh. I told them like, you can't fucking come. You yeah. Can't. You can't. <laughs> Part of my French. I gotta clean this up. So, uh, as I'm going to push the door down, I jam my finger into the board. And I mean, like, my finger just explodes. Like, I'm like, oh, no. I go back into the dressing room. Grab a ice pack. Wrap my hand around it. Take a couple slugs out of it. Let's go. We're, yeah. we're going. Yeah. <laughs> I step out onto the ice, bro, just to warm up, just to, to go from one door to the other. And I can take my skates and I can literally do the splits straight out. Oh, yeah, that's not good. There is zero edge on them. So I, <laughs> I go from one door, one, one door to the other, back out into the dressing room, take my skates off because it was – I couldn't get my knee over top of my fucking other, or part of my French. I couldn't get my leg over top of my knee to uh, just put the stone to it. Mm -hmm. Right? So I take off my skates, I sharpen <laughs> them up. <laughs> I'd be fucking just chuckling the whole time. The whole time. I was laughing about it. Like, and then I brought tunes out onto the bench and <laughs> yeah, it, you know what? I, it was a blast and I'm going to go to Canadian Tire and grab a hundred dollar pair of skates and I'm going to get, uh, what is it? Accurate. Accurate creations. Uncle Wayne. Accurate creations. And if anybody doesn't know they that Accurate happen. Creations has um, a skate sharpening place, go there. Yeah. Go there. I'm going to bring mine there actually probably this week. I, I need to be done. I'm going to bring my new Reeboks from Canadian Tire there. Boom. And yeah, Jack, don't chirp sticks from there because I that's where I buy my sticks because 
I shed them. Right. So I'm not going to spend $300 on a stick when I can spend 60 and buy like three of them. Like, you know, or I could spend rather than spending 300 on one, I could spend 180 and have three. So all being said, my knees were killing me. I was just going to say how trying to keep my trying to keep like, I mean, stone flat blades underneath yourself. And I, I, you know, I, I'm wheeling, I'm sniping, I'm a bar down. <laughs> dragon. Like, no, absolutely none of that. Like, none of that <laughs> happened. Like, I think I made it got two, two shots off in the game. Like, but it, it was awesome. I had so much fun. Jack chirped me in a corner, grabbed him, and all you could hear was his mom. No, no. No, 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 no. Like always. <laughs> I got Jack's jersey over his head and he's like, can you hear my mom? I'm going to go out there with so, you guys yeah. one day. It, it, was, it was a lot of fun. It was a uh, lot Rob? of fun. Like I said, I, I liked it so much. I enjoyed it so much. Like a nice sharpened pair of skates is going to make a huge difference. Like I, I should have had, I could have had rollerblades out there. And <laughs> Probably I felt better. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, like when you're making a turn, you know, like uh, and you're going like this and your front skate washes out on you, not your yeah. back skate, your front skate. So, so where's, where's your edge? Yeah, you know, you don't have them. <laughs> Bro, that sucks. So so you're probably yeah, so sore the next day because I noticed when I, whenever I have skates like that or one of them's dull or whatever, you try so hard to stay up that you just use like muscles right. that, that, that you don't. The outside of my knees were in incredible pain. Mm. And uh, inside of my groin, yeah, that's brutal. Was just brutal. It was brutal. But I had so much fun. I'm like I said, I'm, I'm going to Canadian Tire. I'm gonna get, and everybody's like, get off your wallet, you, you, you. Dude, I buy a lot of my gear from there because I know how I go through it and I know how it gets treated and everything. I'm not gonna buy something super expensive when I know I'm gonna kill it anyways. Yeah, and and oh, my helmet got smaller. Who knew? <laughs> You can buy one of those there too for fucking a nice price too, like Reebok yeah. helmet or something, like something nice. Like but everybody thinks, everybody thinks be, everybody thinks because it's bought there, like it's cheap. It's the same company, it's the same brands, it's the same. You know what I mean? Instead of getting the version that's way up here, you're just getting like a normal, generic kind of thing of it, right? Model. That's all it is. Well, when me and me and Joe Bodell were in the um, uh, the fancy place, you yeah. Know, like, there was a $1,399 pair of skates. Yeah, I know. I would never Ooh, in a I would never in a million years spend that. You could get a whole hockey bag and gear for that. Literally. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> like, so crazy. crazy. So crazy. Um, I had so much fun. All the boys are beauties. You know what I mean? All, all hockey people are beauties. Moms, dads, all of them. All of them. Obviously. Obviously, you watch the big game too, right? The Super Bowl. Oh, I thought you were talking about our uh, beer league game. No, I'm talking oh, about yeah, the Super I Bowl. I did. Yeah, I did. Congrats, Matthew Stafford. I was hoping he was going to win. He got lucky. Oh, I know, but hey, we'll take it. Dude, that guy took a shit kicking with the line. Good for him. No, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give him full kudos because I don't think there's a quarterback in the NFL. That has more heart than that guy. No, and he plays hurt. He plays, plays broken up. all yeah. the time. Yeah, he's tough like, as at, shit. That guy. When he played for Detroit, oh, are you kidding me? Like, it, 
like a broken back. I'm going to play. I'm going in. Separated his shoulder, went onto the sideline, got it popped back in, ran back out on the field, and rushed in the scoring or the winning touchdown against Dallas. Remember that? That was nuts. Complete nuts. Yeah, he was crazy. But, yeah, it was a good game. So, congrats, Matthew Stafford and the Rams. Good for them. A little bit of – a little bit of local news here, kind of. So the South Point Stars under 15 girls hockey team, which is the one Grace plays on. She's one of the goalies, which their goalies are fantastic. They don't even have a starting goalie. Both of their goalies are so good. So, which is awesome. Um, and what's their names? The South Point Stars. No, 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 no. The, the two goalies. I didn't get the other goalie's name. I just know Grace. Cassie Isberg. There you go. So that's, Grace that's my and Cassie, uh, best friend. Okay, so Grace and Cassie are in the pipes, and there are total both, beauties. Total, both beauties. fantastic, and both good enough to where you don't name a starter. So that's good. The team's eighteen wins, ten losses, three ties on the season. They have seventy-five goals for, forty-seven against, which is pretty good. So, ladies, congrats! They're also now ranked number fifteen in the province as well so now they're ranked number 15 in all of ontario as well for girls hockey their age that's 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 awesome so ladies congratulations keep up the good work and we wish you guys all the best moving forward okay what's the name of the head coach i'm not sure mark um i can't think of his last name but uh jack weston is another local um coach and mm-hmm. he, he's a big part of that team mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. like uh they're well, doing a great job missy's one of the trainers yeah yeah so you know they they, they got they got it going on there mm-hmm. and that's good and let, let's give a big shout out to all the moms and pops mm-hmm. that drive these girls you know like think about it like everywhere there you have what three two teams that are local and everything else is Chatham, London, like Toronto area and shit. Toronto, yeah, yeah, yeah. They travel, so, man. Yeah, you know it, it is. It's awesome. I, I love to see uh, the lo- local girls uh, hockey like just booming. Like girls hockey. That's the uh, first year that they've had this under fifteen or U fifteen in South Point. Mm-hmm. And look what it's doing. It's number fifteen in the province already. The future is bright, ladies. The future is bright. Work hard, play as a team. Sky's the limit, ladies. So good luck moving forward. Very um, proud. We're very proud of you, girls. Definitely. You. So you went to the threes game last night. You said it was a great game, right? They tied one one with Moortown, right? Yeah, it was. It was amazing. Like, uh, so they were playing for second place, mm-hmm. and like. Obviously, nobody moved up, but I never knew how uh, overtime worked. So, apparently, there's a seven-minute overtime. Yeah, why seven? Have you ever heard of that? No, I've heard of five. Right. <laughs> five in a shootout? Yeah. Like, why? I don't know why they don't – why do they have ties in junior hockey? That makes zero, no zero sense to me. These are young boys, and they can – just go. So, yeah. like, why not? Why not play to the end? Yeah, well, that's... and I don't like the shootout because then that that puts it all on the goalies. I think shootout during the regular season is okay. But what about this? What about 
you started out five on five for five minutes, four on four for four minutes. Mm-hmm. They used to do three that when on I was three younger. for three minutes, two on two for two minutes, one on one for one minute. And then if no one scores, are the guys in net just shooting the puck back and forth till someone scores? No, you, 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 somebody's gonna score. I'm just so, Rob looked at me like you were so puzzled. No, I, I, I was trying to think about like, like how much time did I put on there? I put five. No, but but that would be like five. 25 minutes of fucking overtime though during the regular season. Like, why don't you just do it like you do the NHL overtime? Do a three on three, five minute overtime. And it would be 15 if you add it up. You know what I mean? And if no one scores, then go to a shootout. Let these kids showcase their skills, man. Right? Like it's I always a, thought that you should just play to the end. Yeah, but you I'm know, okay like, with that during the playoffs, though, because you could have a game last four hours. Like, you don't know, right? Like, it could just be just a stalemate, and yeah. it could last five or six periods. So that's why I'm okay with during the regular, like, season. Do the five minutes and do the shootout. Do, but do it three on three. You will probably eliminate some of the shootouts because you're going to get more scoring opportunities when it's three on three, right? But I'm going to tell you one thing about going to this game. I went with uh, Lou and uh, Joe, mm-hmm. Meg boys. Yeah. Um, so Essex scores the first period. And like, I mean, it was, it was one of the chippiest games. No fights. Just hit. Which is now our hockey. Yeah. But like, there may have been some boardings. There may have been some knees. There may have been some, you know, like there may the have been goal mode. disallowed. Mm-hmm. There may have been two goals disallowed, but like in overtime, <laughs> we're all sitting there. And I'm sorry, Essex, I gotta say it. They buried that puck. Oh yeah. Like from where we were looking, like it, but it was one of those. Back off the crossbar right out. Oh, so the ref didn't really catch it. And the, no, but the ref was right there. And it, like, I'm not even going to say who, who the ref was, but uh, a good friend of the show, uh, Kyle Flood, uh, Dale's mm-hmm. son, uh, his cousin was doing the lines. Did he think it was a goal? Uh, I didn't. I didn't talk to any of them about oh. it, and they wouldn't have gave me. No, their, they're not going to say anything on it because they're not going to trash the. Yeah, but course. when that goal was scored, all three Essex guys on the ice fucking stops skating. Oh yeah, so that's like, oh boy, and then, and they all see it, and then all you heard was no goal, no goal, like uh, everybody. I don't even know if I should be saying this, but. But you know what? He was right there. Maybe yeah. it didn't go in. Yeah, maybe you guys had the bad angle and he had the good one. Maybe it didn't go in. <laughs> maybe it didn't go in. Who knows? Um, before we get going, what did you have to say to me? What did you have for me? The fucking Meg boys chirping again? <laughs> oh, the Meg boys are always chirping, Tony. I know. They're always fucking chirping me all the time. Don't fucking start with the Tony guys. <laughs> I always you tell them know, I'm not Italian. Nothing you know, against Italian. I promise you, if you ever come to a meeting, you will be called Tony. <laughs> I don't know. What they I'm say, say they say they say you can't say our boys for the 73s if you've only been to a 
eighth of a game. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Oh, okay. And then the only game that I was at, and these guys want to chirp, none of them are there. Right. Because we went to a hub game. Right. So let's talk about the 73s a little bit more because I really love those guys. Mm-hmm. So I got to put my glasses on. I'm going to get all those guys fucking stat guy shirts. <laughs> For the boys. Stat guy Meg. Stat guy Meg guys. <laughs> yeah, but they, they, they're going to say you should you should probably pay more for Rob shirts. <laughs> I promise you, this is this is what we talk about. You should you should come in and defend yourself, like you really should. So so Lakeshore Canadians, uh, twenty six games, twenty five wins, one loss, two S six. Yeah, that was like last week, right? Right. Uh Essex 73s, 28 games, 21 wins, six losses. Moortown, 25 games, 18 wins, six losses. And let's talk about our local boys, right? So you have the General Amherstburg Admirals. Yeah. 28 games, 15 and 12. Wheatley Sharks. Weekly Olmstead Sharks? Yeah, that's what they're called. Wow. It's they're on a losing half of it, 11 and 13. Mm-hmm. But then you get the Blenheim Blades. You have yeah. the Petrolia Flyers. But it seems Walsburg. like all the ones that are from Essex County are the teams, like, ruling that division. They're the studs. They're the yeah. studs. But I love seeing the top four are directly in this area. It's I love it. Yeah. We're... It, being in Essex, we're 20 minutes from all of them. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're a hockey hotbed here in fucking Essex County, man. That's what I like. I'm really it. interested in seeing what happens. I don't think Wheatley can catch Amherstburg. So I think the top four. So are the, gonna be, is oh, that shit. is that how but, it goes? Are sorry, the top, more, town, more towns in there too, right? Like yeah, so, but still three out of four teams that are in right now right. are from this area. Right? Well, four to five. How many get in? Four. So if it started right now, based on those things that I sent you there, who would be in? It'd be Essex, Lakeshore. Moortown and Amsterdam. There you go. Three out of four teams are from. And one of our boys, one of my favorite kids, like I I got to meet this kid, that that Brandon Frazier. Mm -hmm. Not Brandon Frazier. (laughs) Frazier. (laughs) Tyler. Tyler Frazier. That's one. Just a total beaut, man. Mm-hmm. This kid's probably the toughest in junior C. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, I've heard he, his name. He's a total beaut. Like, he'll punch. Like, when, when, uh, dude, Simmons said that he would punch your head off your shoulders, this kid will. Yeah. Dude. Golden Glove boxer. Like, nobody wants to touch this kid. All the fighters are usually the nicest guys. Oh, and he's a, he's a beauty too. Like just our, wants to drive his pickup truck, mm-hmm. roll through mud. Like our interview it. today, same thing, right? And his dad, his dad owns uh, my mechanic, um, the old Alfred and Stowe building. Oh, okay, yeah. And it's now called uh, Honeybee. Oh, okay. It's some bees. There's bees in there. I I don't mm-hmm. get it, but it's okay. But they're, they're buzzing. They're buzzing. I love it. Hockey hotbed here in Essex County. Yeah, it's awesome. 
Should we uh, hop into the NHL stuff or what? <laughs> Been right, right, shit. Right, right. Go to the I'll... interview and, and then uh, hop into the NHL. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll we'll talk a few things real quick before we go into our interview. Um, so Crosby scored his 500th goal last night. Shocker. Guess who assisted it? Freaking Gino. Shocker, right? So on that note, Malkin out of Crosby's 500 goals has assisted 109 of them. So he's done just over a fifth of his of Crosby's goals. He's assisted. Um, Latang is right at 100 assists with him, and Chris Kunitz. <laughs> <laughs> Meg, Meg, Meg. Um, has assisted fifty-eight of them. So those are the top three in assists in Crosby's five hundred goals. Who was traded for Wit? Chris Kunitz. <laughs> that guy. Not a tag. Yeah, that's that's why I said it like that. Chris Kunitz. <laughs> um, that's funny. That's but funny. yeah, so that's pretty sweet. So congrats, Sid. You're an absolute beauty. Also, speaking of goals, so most goals for uh, like active guys right now, most goals. So Ovi, I think just scored. I want to say he got an empty netter last night. So I feel like that was goal number 760 for him. Okay. So Crosby's the closest player to him at 500 right now for active players. So okay, but you you didn't even ask me about uh, Sid because I had a couple things. Shoot it, wow. we're still we're still talking about Sid because he's two hundred and fifty goals behind Ovi. Is what okay, I'm saying. Do you, do you know who assisted on um, Sid's first goal? Was it Bill Guerin? Nope. Two legends. Oh God. So we're talking oh oh five, right? Yeah, is one 05. Of, is one of them Lemieux? A Mellon Arena? No. It's uh, Mark Recchi and Ziggy Palfi. Oh, my God. Did he nice get move. to play with Mario? I think he did a little bit, right? Like right at the start? Yeah. No, but he lived with him, but did he play with him? That's a like good question. Tickle feet? Like tickle feet? Like No, I mean like play on the team with him. I don't know if Mario yeah. got yeah. one. Did he get I a year? Mario did play together. I thought they did. I'm not sure, but yeah, I because Mario took a hiatus because oh, I carry too many people around on my back. <laughs> well, not only that, he fought like cancer too, so <laughs> that oh, had him God. out for a while too. Yeah, you gotta go there, right? <laughs> Do you have any more things on Sid? What a fucking crazy. Well, for Dave. So, um. His first assist was with uh, Mark Recchi. Oh, okay. So that's where Recchi. Yeah. Because I tried finding all that shit out. He, that know. guy, Sid played with some legends, man. Recchi played with Bill Guerin. He played with freaking Mario. Like, you know what I mean? Like some of the guys that he's played with over his career is insane. Total stud. Play, play with- it, it was typical Sid on his 500th, right? Just... Peeling off to the side of that and gets a one, like, a, a, I want to say Latang took the shot and then it tipped off Malkin and went right to Sid. And- no, Malkin passed it to him. Oh, okay. And it was like, he passed it through like three guys. It was a right. crazy pass. I was like, whoa, like crazy pass. 
I love it though. Those two men are so good together. Like, and the part that's crazy too is they played their whole career together. Those two. So Sid, Dave, you'll appreciate this. And the Sid is the fiftieth of all time, right? Mm-hmm. Imagine so, his stats. Seventeen-year career, which is so impressive, right? Mm-hmm. Imagine his, his first goal in his third game. Yeah, imagine his stats if he didn't miss so much time because, you know, the conkeys and the stuff like that because Sid's missed a lot of time. Well, if he had more protection there in, in well, that's, but that's and they didn't change the fucking game where you could run him, mm-hmm. part of my French. Yeah, you you're know? okay now. I think we're far enough in the show now. <laughs> we should have said that. Like, yeah, okay. Sorry, ladies. <laughs> um. Do you see Marshan there? So we obviously know Marshan got six games, but did did you seen the stat right on him? That was yeah. his, that's his eighth time he's been suspended. He passed Chris Pronger for most all time in NHL history. Okay, so he's been suspended eight times. So he's got five fines. He's lost twenty eight games over those eight times. He's lost a million and a half dollars in salary over all those games suspended so <laughs> do you think they're just going to keep coming like harder on him every time he uh every time he does something stupid yeah absolutely like so so he didn't play in the chris pronger era you know where they would have pulled your chris pronger would have pulled his head off he would have twisted your head off yep you wouldn't have been able to do that, but the NHL has gotten so light. Yeah, I don't that like you can't police it anymore. So now it's just going to go to suspensions. Yeah, and fines and shit like that. Yeah, I know. I yeah. hate it, dude. Make guys accountable. And I'm not saying you got to scrap, but if you're going to do something stupid like that, yep. You're you're gonna get your head beaten. Expect something. You know? ex, ex, yeah, expect something <laughs> back if you're going out of team's goalie. What other sport do you get to do this? Other than you can't you can't say boxing. What, you, what other sport do you get to drop gloves, exchange knuckle soothers? Right. Yeah, hockey's kind of a weird game where you can kind of like casually ask a guy if he wants to fight, and you spend five minutes and come back out. <laughs> like you I'm know, not big on the tough guys going to tough guys, but like tough guys know, are kind of obsolete now almost. Like, you know what I mean? They're how many there's tough a bunch guys... of them still in the NHL. Yeah, know, but the they're not fighting as and, much. Uh, and and uh, uh what's his name there from um your like Matt Martin's and... your yeah Tommy Wilson and Yep. Like there, there's there's Ryan so many tough guys, but but there's so many NHL guys that'll never fight in their entire mm-hmm. lives, right? But the guys who fight nowadays, some of them, well, most of them now have a more rounded game where they don't just fight like guys back in the day, right? Like guys back in the day, you would either fight or you would score goals. You know what I mean? There was never really that guys that kind of did both until probably in the nineties. Then you got your, like your Shanahan's and your like Wendell Clark's. And you know what I mean? When guys like that came in the league were guys that can score guys that can hit guys that can fight. But I would say, well, from probably sixties, almost to late eighties, maybe early nineties, they always had those guys that you could either just fight or just score. Wouldn't you say? 
like when they had true enforcers. In all honesty, if, if you were in the 60s and you were playing, you were in the OG6. Mm-hmm. And you had to have skill. Yeah. But you also had to be able to protect yourself. Yeah, but I mean, but they had a lot of guys. When you go to the spot. 70s, and, and, and no, I, I want to say you were closer to the end of the 80s, 90s. Mm-hmm. Where you had your Link Gateses and your, and your Stu Grimson's, like you can't say Bob Probert. Maybe yeah, because Probert was an all star. He was an all star. Wendell Clark, same pound for pound, probably the toughest ever to play this game. Mm-hmm. You know, all those guys had skill and toughness, and then they started saying, like, as we're cruising into the nineties, my era. <laughs> they're like okay this has got to stop because you know like but 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 it's still to this day if you i'll have to tell you this story too when i was at the hockey game last night so to this day when there's a fight going on look in the stands like seriously i wish you could get a panoramic view because every single person is standing up oh yeah Every single one. Oh, yeah. Except the mom that was standing next to me at the 73s game last night. Because every time there was a big hit, she'd go, oh, my God. <laughs> one I'm of those moms, kidding. eh? I'm not kidding. She's from Wheatley, which is understandable. <laughs> you know, like. That's fine. But seriously, she, she was like, oh, is he, go- is he okay? I'm like, he missed him. Yeah. <laughs> there was. Me and a couple of the bad guys and then this this mom that is taking care of all these kids down there. There was a birthday party. Let's go to the 73s yeah. game. It was awesome. What, but she what was I, like, like I was like, I was or? all about the UFC until I had a child. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it was really funny. It was mm-hmm. really funny. What I like about hockey nowadays too is they kind of got away from that stage fighting stuff, right? Like now, I don't like, like it. I never liked it. I yeah. never liked the tough guy going against a tough guy. Yeah. But like Tiger Williams always said, you hit my my guy. Yeah. I'm going to go after your number I'm gonna one. I'm going to hit yours. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that's, that's the way it should be. And that's the way hockey was played back then. It's mm. not played like that anymore. Yeah. But every guy, every, every team does have a tough guy. Mm-hmm. Um, A couple quick notes before we go to our interview we're longer normally but we're shooting the shit so it's okay um jack eichel will make his debut tonight being wednesday when we record this he's making his debut against colorado tonight so he'll be making his las vegas golden knights debut tonight so i i i hope he scores i hope he scores just because like i said he got out of buffalo he did the neck surgery he did a months of rehab and everything so he worked his ass off to be back in the lineup. So I, I hope he does something tonight. So that's pretty sweet to see him back. Jack's good, good for the game. Um, team Canada, USA men's team, both out. USA, did they lose the, was it Latvia? I feel like it was Latvia they lost to in, in the shootout. I saw um, that. Uh... Canada lost 2-0 to Sweden. Was it Latvia or was it? I think it was Latvia, man. Like the U.S. team? Yeah, U.S. lost to Latvia in the shootout. Kind of funny. It was kind of ironic that it was on the anniversary of the Oshi shootout thing, eh? and then they lost in a shootout. <clears throat> that sucks. <laughs> and, uh, 
Is it Ramsey, uh, one of the coaches of uh, Latvia? I who is an American? So. I'm not. Sh- I'm not sure on that one. Joe Modell's third cousin, twice removed. <laughs> is, um, bang, 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 bang. And also, while we're on the Canada stuff, the ladies play for gold tonight at like 11 o'clock at night or something crazy. But so by the time you guys listen to this, that game will be over. So hopefully it's a Canada win, but the ladies, they battle back and forth. Like they've had times where the USA have won it and they've had times where Canada has won it. So these teams are back and forth. So I'm a little nervous on it. Probably not going to stay up for it. The part sucks because it's so freaking late and I got to work in the morning. So other than that. Um, is Chrysler's rolling again? Yeah, we're, we're running now again. We're all good to go. We're back up to speed again. So, Rob, on that note, what do you think? You think we should no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. I, w- I want to talk about the Canadian women's team. You know, like you got Sarah Nurse. You have Rena Fast. Renata? Dash two, but okay. She didn't mind when I called her that. <laughs> but uh, Poulain. Mm-hmm. Mary Philippe uh, Poulain. Turnbull. Like these yep. girls, this is the best Canadian team in all honesty. Ever. Uh, Stacy, Blair Turnbull. Like these girls are studs. I did not see one men's uh, Olympic game, but I've watched three and just dominate. Like that, oh. that US. Canada game was just amazing. Amazing. Probably um, one of my favorite hockey games I've ever watched. And then you know what? In, in all honesty, it's like junior C mm-hmm. without the fighting. Yeah. And they don't like each other, those teams either. Yeah. But they wheel. They oh, wheel. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's what's kind of nice that kind of that they don't hit is they kind of make those better plays. They make those, you oh. know what I mean? Like they know that they're not going to get crushed. Right. So they're not scared to like make a nice play or make a fancy play or something like, I think some half the time, the girls games are better than the guys. <laughs> like, I, I enjoyed watching. I saw, I think I saw one uh, men's game. I didn't even see any of the men's games. It was against China. I think it was, I don't know. One of the ones they won. <laughs> I might've been Chinese. I, but whatever. Blind you with dental floss. Um, so what do you think? Should we flip her over or what? Yeah, let's go. All right, everybody. Absolute beauty on here. Former Spitfire on with us. Former Spitfire, Los Angeles King, New York Islander, all that good stuff. Crashers. Um, yeah. Everybody enjoy. Here he is, Mr. Kip Brennan. Enjoy. Mighty Ducks. Roll it. No time. Woo! 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 Well, this next cat with us here, he played some OHL. He had stops in Windsor and as well as the Sudbury Wolves. In 98, he was drafted in the fourth round by the Los Angeles Kings, where he spent five years in the NHL between L.A., Anaheim, New York, and Atlanta. He spent 11 seasons in the AHL, where he won a Calder Cup in 2008-2009 season. Let's welcome to the show, Kip Brennan. Kip, how you doing, buddy? Good. Thank you for having me. We got her lined up, bro. We got her lined up. I, I had Finally, to get you. Stars, stars aligned. I had to get you on, man, because honestly, like when I was going to the games in Windsor, 
you were like one of the main guys there in Windsor when I was watching games and I would love it because you guys were, you guys had a little bit of everything. You had some speed, you guys fought a lot, their hits, the games were very exciting. So your time. Well, I, I feel, I feel back then there was, there's a lot more of, of fighting and the rougher style of play. Like I, I remember my first, first year in Windsor and guys are lining up at the blue line, taking slap shots at the other team. And I'm like, Oh shit. Like what's going on with like, it was complete animals. <laughs> and that's where you come in. <laughs> that's, that's where I came in, yeah. Um, before we get there. Were they doing though, it because you were on the team, or were they doing it just to be? We had a pretty tough team. My, my first year in Windsor, we had, we had some tough guys. Like, we had DJ Smith. Mm-hmm. Uh, our goalie was probably one of the toughest guys, uh, Roach. Yeah. And, uh, like, I mean, he was, he was a monster. He was six, five, you know, two twenty, And I mean, we were, I was playing with men. It was, yeah. it was awesome. Yeah, that was crazy <laughs> there. Hey, you, did you grow up in Kingston or were you just in born Kingston? There? Yes. Oh, yeah. so you grew up there. Oh. Yeah. I, I, I grew up there. I, I left at the, uh, age of 14 though, to, uh, go play with St. Mike's. Okay. Yeah. So I, I played there for, for a year, and then I was drafted as an underage to, uh, to Windsor. Oh, okay. Oh, St. St. Mike's is the hockey academy, right, in Toronto? That's uh, one of them. It's uh, St. Mike's and Upper Canada. Back then, it was, it was uh, St. Mike's in Upper Canada. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because now, now St. Mike's, they have a squad in the OHL now, don't they? Yeah, so that was that was before they had a they had a team in the OHL. Uh, it was in the provincial juniors A or whatever that league mm-hmm. was. Um, so it was it was still, you know, playing against you know my my I think when I was 13, 14, I uh, played junior C, and then so I was you know playing against twenty one year olds, scrapping it out, and then. Uh, that I played with St. Mike's, uh, who was, you know, same, same, it was a little bit better league. Mm. And then uh, they, they eventually turned to the, to the OHL. They eventually had a team. I think they still have a, a high school team though, uh, which is supposed to be pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you um, ever play high school hockey? No, 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 <laughs> no I was, no, I was uh, like right from, you know, ninth grade, uh, that that year, I, I tried out for the uh, for the football team, and I, I I mean, hitting was my favorite thing to do. Mm-hmm. And I remember this poor this poor guy was, was in tryouts, and uh, I had uh, uh, one of the guys. He was he was like this guy was like a ninja. He was like national champion. He was he was in uh, he was a little bit older than me, but his name was Rob Talek, and. Uh, his uh, his father and, and mother are like fourth degree master sensei uh, and lived lived over in Japan like this guy's this guy was ninja I remember and so him he was on one side and I was on the other side and it was like one of those highlight hits where you know he went he went low I went high and the guy just did like a helicopter around and that was <laughs> and so I, I made the football team but I, I had to stop because I was playing junior C at the same time so um I didn't have enough time to to do that it would have been fun though <laughs> that's just crazy. one sport or the other right yeah yeah, yeah. I was crazy. I was definitely better I, I wasn't fast enough to uh to play football 
<laughs> hey, so what like made you just fall in love with hockey? Like what made you like what made it just catch your eye? Um, I mean, from a uh, from a young age, I mean, that's that's every kid's dream is is playing hockey. And you know, I I remember my my father was you know he he never played, but uh, my grandfather played. He played for the Boston Tigers, um, so way back. And uh, so it was definitely in, in the blood. Uh, but I mean, I, I remember I never actually really loved watching hockey. I just loved to play it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that I, I remember like, you know, coming after my parents used that against me, too. So, you know, we would have a, a rink in our backyard every year. And, and you know, my when uh, when my parents moved out of that house, you know, neighbors were still finding pucks you know 20 years later in, in their backyards um three yards so, over three oh yeah three yards high <laughs> high and wide every time and it so, went off the bar it went off the bar so they they've used that they've used that uh to their advantage to get me to to like do my homework and you know you can't go out until you get your homework done and you know, or you can't, you're not going to have, uh, they just use it for different things to, to leverage me. And, and so it, it worked and, you know, I was able to, to get to a point where, um, I think I knew at the age of 12 that I was going to, to do something with hockey. Like that's, I, you know, when you, I'm a big believer in like manifesting and, and believing and, uh, I didn't know back then, but you know, what I know now with, with the whole, you know, meditation and manifesting and, and, uh, I was definitely manifesting as a, as a kid. Uh, I like, I just, I just knew. And when you, when you know something's, you know, that full heartedly, it'll eventually you'll find a way to, to make it happen. And that's what I did. That's awesome. Now, when you were 12, you're what, six foot by then? Oh, I was, yeah, I was, I was a big kid. I was, uh, like six, two, probably six, three, like almost the height you are now. Uh, yeah, I was uh, at the age of like 12, 13, I was like six, four. I mean, that's why I was able to, to go up against guys that were 21 and still have a good chance and beat them. Most of them you were taller than already. Yeah, taller. Raining down on. You know, I, I had I had no fear whatsoever at, at that age either. So mm-hmm. you know, I uh, I did pretty well, and I think that's that's why uh, I raised a lot of uh, eyebrows when when I was that young. I was now, do, you, do you do you remember your first scrap? My first scrap? Yeah, yeah. like in hockey. No. <laughs> no, you don't. No. Yeah, no, there's I, been a few. I, I mean, that's like hundreds. So I'm just thinking, like, how you figured out, like, oh, I don't mind this at all, you know? Like, is there a point when you realize you were, like, really good at it? Uh, Well, up until the eight, actually, it was was probably in in my, like, when I was playing peewee, and even junior C, um, I knew I knew I, I was really good at it because I was I was fighting twenty one year olds and and beating them. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy, man. So like you know we we still had the full mask and you had to rip off the mask and mm-hmm. and start chucking. You know it's uh, it was 
it was uh, definitely a technique that that I loved. <laughs> the hardest the hardest part then was getting that helmet off. Anything after that was just getting, yeah, getting getting the helmet off. Uh, but I, I had a I had a technique like I said I had a technique to to get the mask off and how you know, it'd be it'd be literally one swoop and the mask would be off. Oh, how did you do that? Well, uh, I mean, I grab grab the mask and um, it, it'd be. I don't know if you if you've ever been grabbed by the mask before, yeah. but when you when you grab the mask, you know something's got to give, and and you know I was fairly strong as a as a kid and uh so you the either guy either pulls back and it pops off yeah uh, or or i did like a little jab like a little shake uh oh. and and uh it would, it would pop off nice shake him yeah. out of the bucket yes shake, <laughs> shake him shake the head out of the bucket yeah. i used to do the hand on the shoulder on one and have like in the back of the helmet i'd like bury my like my hand in there and at the same time i would push the shoulder i'd yank the helmet so it would always fling and then you get that nice See fling. That? well the, the pro the problem is though if if someone grabbed your mask you know you you control the whole head and you know you'd, you'd yeah. be easily in in the other person's grass you know wherever he wanted you to go you're going to go um you know and and you have to get inside to to grab on and then pull from the back yeah so i i just do grab the one and just do a quick yank and it'd be off <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. yeah but you were crazy strong at that at such a young age too right um so did you know like leading up to your ohl draft did you know that it was going to be windsor or did were you thinking other spots or did you just know that it was going to be windsor um i didn't know it was going to be windsor i had, I had a good meeting with them uh as as a kid because you you have have meetings with a lot of the the teams before um i i had an idea i thought i i knew i was going to be in the top five um but I didn't know which team per se. Okay. Now, can can you uh, like walk us through the meeting? Like, what are they what are they talking to you about? What are they asking you? Like, in your junior interviews? Uh, they're uh, I, I think they're mostly trying to find out the uh, the type of person you are to to see if you know your personality and and um, uh what your mindset is, uh, it matches what they're looking for. Mm. Um, so they, they ask you, you know, some personal questions. They ask you, you know, um, you know, what you want, you know, where you want to go and what you want to do and, um, you know, what type of player you want to be or, or, uh, you know, what, what I'm going to bring to the organization, you know, things, things like that. Mm -hmm. Wow. And that's yeah. a lot for a kid like so young to go through too, right? Like you're sitting in all these meetings, you're sitting there with all these guys and they're asking you all these questions and you're like, well, then, you know what I mean? You're what, 15, 16 years old? Yeah, I was, I was 15. Like, that's uh, a lot 15, for a kid to handle. Well, not, not only that, but you're, you're making a decision uh, at that age as well on, you know, whether you want to, to go to the CHL or, or you want to go the college route. So that that also had a you know a big part of it as well, um, and you, yeah, you have to make these decisions you know when you're when you're young. Mm -hmm. Did you did you get offers for college? Oh yeah, I had offers uh, to a bunch of different colleges. Okay. I mean, I went to I went to St. Mike's right, like the St. Yeah. Mike's is 
uh, is known for their their athletic and uh, schooling. So Academics. yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I I had scholarships to or offers to uh, to a number of different schools. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I'm trying to think. We had a bunch of guys that used to actually play with in Windsor. We had Kugel on with us, spoke very highly of you. We had Timmy Sinisak on with us, spoke very highly of you. We've had a bunch of your former team, but they always say the same thing. They're like, that guy is tough as fucking nails, that guy. So, but they all had awesome things to say about you. Well, thank you. Uh, yeah, all, all those guys. I, I had great experience in, in both Windsor and Sudbury. Um, you know, we uh, you know, you have uh, some some great experiences and, and stories to tell, you know, when you're, when you're older, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. So tell us uh, your first experience coming into the Windsor arena. Like, so you, you got camp to go through, you got uh, DJ Smith on that team. You got Mac cook, you know, like you got, you got a dozen guys that are just studs. Jeez. I, I mean, there's, there was so many that you're like, I mean, I've never, I was never, I've never been part of a team where we've gotten into so many brawls or, or like, uh, there was, there was bench clearing brawls. There was, uh, definitely multiple, uh, uh, full line brawls. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, it was, it was just nuts. It was, it was, it was a different era, a different time. And it was, it was, I mean, I loved it. I, I've, I love, you know, the biggest thing, you know, Windsor, Windsor arena was pretty crazy back then. It was like literally on top of you. Yeah. And, um, you know, I remember there's, there was this one line brawl and, you know, fans were throwing bottles or beer at the, at the other team and like fans were getting into it. And like, it was, it was wild. Yeah. And it was packed every night packed every night yeah that's a, that's a great thing about the windsor arena and their fans is they're very loyal good or bad the team they still go yeah yeah we i mean we had a good team that year we it didn't show in in uh you know in in the, the stats but we had we had a great team mm-hmm. who was your uh coach when you first got to windsor uh gillies oh okay and he was nutball too. <laughs> so, you know, he, he was freaking tough as nails. I remember when he like, you you know you know you're in trouble when when his face turned red and yeah yeah he was he was all I mean he would he'd do bench before the games and like 300 pounds just doing reps and <laughs> my god uh, yeah. was was uh, Dave Perpich uh, the assistant coach at the time? Yeah yeah. yeah. What, what was he like? complete opposite yeah <laughs> he, he was he was his his yin to to gilly's yang the good cop bad cop the good cop bad cop yeah for sure i know teams like i used to just feel so bad for some teams and they would have to come into that old barn because like that old barn was like a dungeon to teams like you like oh, you yeah. obviously know you played versus them too was it bad when you came into town when you were with the wolves or did they kind of leave you alone knowing that you used to play for the spits? Um, I'm, we didn't, we didn't really play Windsor that much. I don't think, um, when, when I was playing with Sudbury, uh, but I mean, back, back then when I, when I was in Sudbury, I, I 
I don't think there was a lot of people that wanted to to mess with me. Mm-hmm. Was- I, I was laughing because we when we have guys on the show that played in the O and they played versus Spitz, we always ask them, what's the hardest arena to play in? Every single one of them, A-Rob, every single time, it's always Windsor Arena. Yeah, <laughs> Windsor, um, you know, when London's always a good good arena to play in. Mm-hmm. Um, they, you know, they have a huge crowd and uh, they've done a really good job with with their teams. Um, I, I'd say I'd say Windsor and uh, Sudbury is actually really good too. They they pack the stadiums as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if they still do, but when I was playing, we we packed it. Yeah, we've we've had guys on like uh, Denny Purdy and uh, you know guys like that 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 say you know that that arena just reeked of smoke and booze and. <laughs> In no uh in windsor. in windsor oh windsor yeah 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 definitely the old the old arena was yeah the old barn. the old arena was wild like yeah. literally it was it was like old time hockey and like the fan you could you could touch the fans yeah, yeah. like you said they're right on top of you right like right on awesome. top yeah they had that super low glass on the sides there too like oh. so I, so we were in a line brawl and and our our uh bus uh we call it, we he was our bussy um he he was native and he, he got he had a couple of screws loose and he uh he ended up getting into it with one of the other players uh on when we were having a line brawl and like i, I don't know he started throwing punches over the glass like it was it was he I mean so he, he didn't end up having a job after that but <laughs> oh, that's awesome. that's awesome. if those old walls could talk in that freaking arena oh. man my god yeah 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 it's, it's <laughs> a pretty pretty cool arena playing sure. yeah i was going i was going to the old barn there from like when i was five you know what i mean till they closed it and opened the wfcu building but man i have so many memories of that place just line brawls into the stands uh, bench brawls into the stands like it just everything ended up in the stands <laughs> yeah yeah and even even the penalty box because it was it was like a multi-tiered yeah uh penalty box which you know you never see uh and there would be like times where <laughs> there wouldn't even be enough room on uh, in the in the box it would be like a packed house and, packed house and and you know there was i remember this one game uh the that ended up going in like the the players ended up like fighting you know across the the penalty box and, and you know fights fights would happen brawls would happen before the game and and like no one would be suspended no one like no one would be ejected it'd just be like okay boys ready to go <laughs> and round two yeah. well because they rest, didn't even have the referees on the ice right rest wouldn't, be out, rest wouldn't be out there no, was, yeah <laughs> that's yeah, nuts was, man complete chaos a bunch of animals um did you end up in Sudbury now when what when you went there did you go there on a trade I did yeah do you remember who you were traded for or a bit I think was it okay I was wondering I'm like well it had to have been a trade why did you want out of Windsor or were you happy there uh no I was I was happy there it was it was just uh I, I think it was a good trade for you know they they wanted um uh this other more offen- offensive player and uh Sudbury needed a, a tougher guy so it was I, I think it was a good trade I, I don't know mm-hmm. so, so what so was now, it playing uh play, like playing with cook 
Was he as dirty like in the OHL <laughs> as he was in the NHL? Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was crazy, man. He was, yeah. He was. He he lived up to his to his uh, his reputation. That's for sure. He was just one of those guys. He always played on right on the edge, eh? Like he seemed to always walk a fine line when everywhere he played. Well, he led the team in scoring, and he had like a, over 140 penalty minutes that year. You mm-hmm. went, you were there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He uh, well, mainly probably because he he had a lot of guys to bail him out as well. So, uh, yeah, 146, <laughs> yeah, 95 points and 146 penalty minutes. Jesus, that's great. That's DJ great. Smith yeah. had 190 penalty minutes that year. <laughs> How many did I have? 156. Fuck, that's an off year for you, Kip. So that's an off year. Well, you were third. You were third on the team with uh, only 42 games. You only had 42. They, so that's, they all, that's, that's, that's the difference. How, how many games did everybody else have? Yeah. Right. They had 65 games. You had 42. Hey, wait, wait till later on when we get to later on in his career because I'm going to throw a stat out at you of games in like minutes. That's going to blow your mind, but we'll get to that after um so I, I, I was actually just thinking of that year <laughs> yeah so leading up to your so now you're out of like junior you're headed into the nhl draft so did you speak to like multiple teams because i know you eventually went with los angeles so did your interview go well with them did you interview with anybody else is like can you kind of like fill us in on how all that went yeah i mean there was there's a bunch of teams that i i interviewed with um LA, I think was, um, that they, they were the most interested, uh, LA and there's one other team, I think it was St. Louis. Um, they were, they're both, uh, super interested in, uh, so I, yeah, I, I mean, Jesus to be drafted, it was, you know, so grateful to, to have the opportunity and be able to, to be drafted is, is a feat in itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Yeah, sure. like you, but then LA too to go to LA at like such a young age. It's like I'm going to Los Angeles. Like, come on. Yeah, and uh, the the owners, <clears throat> the owners, and um, you know, play. Everyone lives down by the beach. It's it's not like a, <clears throat> it's not what you think of when when you see the movies. It's not like a, a Hollywood scene. Yeah, although there is a Hollywood scene, uh, but the the guys don't live. Uh, you know, in Hollywood, they live down by the beach and our practice facility was in the, like on, like close to the beach as well. Awesome. Um, so it was, yeah, it's this completely different vibe than everybody thinks. Uh, yeah. It was, you, you know, you go play hockey in the morning and then you play volleyball in the afternoon. It was amazing. That would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Work on it. I had a great, best can ever. <laughs> I think back then I was, I was, you know, high highlights and everything. And, you know, it was just, <laughs> just a long hair, complete beach bum. <laughs> tie dye shirt. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so now you, do, do you start out right away in uh, LA or do you go to their minor club? First? No, I, I went to their, uh, to their minor system, uh, which was, man, uh, no, it was Lowell at, when I first started. But the cool, the cool thing with them, uh, so the owner of, of the Kings owned a bunch of other teams uh, over in Europe. And so the, the top prospects before training camp happened, 
uh, they would go over to European team and train with them a month before the the training camps. So we were, we were in prime prime shape, but it was a really super cool experience. Um, I think some guys went to Prague. I went to uh, Berlin. Uh, I was there for a month, and I mean, I lived right downtown uh, Berlin. It was uh, it was pretty cool. You've been everywhere. <laughs> so, oh, so you're, you're, you're playing. You're play Sorry, go ahead. No, I, I just saying I, I yeah I've been I've been everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I, I seen it. I, I, th I thought we should put the Johnny Cash song to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so so you get called up. You're in you're in their minor system and you get called up. And uh, can you walk us through where you are, what you're doing, and then you get the call and. Um, yeah, it's, it was uh, so I got the call. We were uh, they were playing on the East Coast. Um, they were uh, uh, playing the New York Islanders, New York Rangers, uh, New Jersey, that whole swing. Yeah. Uh, so like my, can't remember if I, if I played New York Islanders first or New York Rangers first. One, it was one or the other, um, but it didn't, it didn't take long to, to get in the first Tilly. I, I, I remember, um, you know, playing Madison Square Garden. I mean, it's massive. It's and, you know, there's twenty some odd thousand fans. You know, and they all love hockey. Um, my first fight was actually a former LA King. I basically took his spot. It was uh, Steve McKenna. I mean, he's a he's a giant. He's like six eight, six Jeez. whatever he was, and uh, did pretty good against him. Um, so I was, yeah, I was pretty pumped with that. Oh yeah, my first game, my first game was uh, was with the Islanders because I was I was trying to fight like Aaron Cairns. I was I was trying to fight a whole bunch of them. No one would fight. <laughs> That's crazy, man. You weren't there long enough. I was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but what? Where? Where were you when you got the call? Like in? Oh, I was uh, I was in uh, I was in law. Oh. I was in law. What yeah. did you think? So oh, they, we, sh shit. we shared uh, we shared a team with the uh with the islanders i think it was and uh so yeah and then and then uh la branched out and they got their own team in manchester and we were playing i was playing in manchester so i only played half the year up in low actually you know what my, my when i got called up i was i was playing in manchester my first year in Lowell, uh i ended up going back uh, to the, uh, to the OHL, uh, for my overage year. So I was 21 and, uh, went back cause we had, we had a really like the team that, that we had, I mean, we had a friggin' rock star team, like how, how we didn't win the cup with, with the team is mm -hmm. beyond me. We had, uh, Derek McKenzie, Feder Fedorov, Seminoff, uh, Jan Seski. We had Smith in, in goalie. Like I'm I probably we had Payette, uh, we had Fisher, wow. like we probably had ten guys that played in the NHL. It was, it was wild. That is nuts, man. Mm -hmm. Hey, you have so I seen, and I'm not making fun, but you had one NHL goal. Do you know where it was at? Do you remember it? Yeah. Was it nice. Oh like, yeah, I, I I remember. Oh yeah. 
who did you get it on? I'm not sure who the uh, who the goal was on. I maybe maybe Nashville or something. Uh, I can't remember the who who we were playing, but I, I remember the the goal very very bluntly because um, I was so I I was playing on the fourth line, mm-hmm. and uh, I ended up staying out longer than I should have. And so the first lines with like Zygmunt Palfi and I, I can't remember who, who else was on the line, but basically I was, I was, I stayed on way too long and, and Palfi ended up like banking it off my ass in front of the net. <laughs> and so I come back to the bench and I'm like, all the boys are, you know, high five and, you know, <laughs> whatever. and the coach is like, if you're ever out there with Zygmunt Palfi again, you're never going to play ever again. <laughs> so, what, man? I scored them. I, that's what I said. I said maybe you should put put me out more. Yeah. <laughs> I let Puffy shoot it off my ass all day. Yeah. yeah. Say everybody's well, worried about me. It's giving he's him gonna be room. Protected. He's he's fine. <laughs> he's absolutely fine. That's hilarious. Yeah. Man. But you you played with some rock stars in uh, L.A. Right, like Luke Robitaille. Yeah, lucky Luke and Blake, Um, you know, and the the great thing with LA is is a lot of guys, they they make LA their home. Um, So there's there's still still a lot of guys that I play with, you know, you know, you're old, though, when when all those guys are, you know, all the GMs and and like, you know, management of the teams that (laughs) that you uh, you played with. Oh man! Oh, I know it's crazy. Some of the all the like former guys now, eh, that are like running teams now. Yeah, yeah, it's it's great. It's a it's great transition, and you know if they're able to do that, then you know, mm-hmm. good on them. So when you when you you go into the LA dresser room for the first time, and and you kind of you got to be starstruck. Like these are all guys that you've seen playing hockey. You maybe even played with at one point. You know what I mean? And then. You walk into the room and you've got, you know, like Matthew Schneider and, uh, you know, like just just a bunch of rock stars. Jason Allison, yeah. What, 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 like, how could you not be in just awe the whole time and just like, oh, don't fuck up, don't fuck up? Yeah, I was, I was never, I I never uh, thought like that, don't fuck up, don't fuck up. Um, I never played like that. Um, Now, my, mind you, I, I, you know one real job to do and that was to make sure everyone was protected and you know and that's that's what i focused on uh and the the other thing that i was i was told as as a young player is is always mind your your blue line so you know if the puck ever comes around your your wing always get it out no matter what whatever it took uh because if if you didn't then it's another you know 30 seconds in 20 30 seconds in your in your zone Mm -hmm. so i i was always hot you know whatever whatever you do just make sure it gets out of the blue line uh over or over the blue line so they have to regroup Mm -hmm. uh and then i i loved uh hitting as well and and you know that was that was my big forte i guess uh were, were the big hits I, you know, I just, I was, uh, I was, for some reason, I was, I was really good anticipating and, and, uh, you know, getting the good hits on the guys. Mm-hmm. Hey, how was the nightlife in LA? The, uh, the nightlife was a good time. 
nightlife was good. It was, uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, again, a lot of great memories, uh, you know, going to Playboy Mansion to, you know, there's, there's some, there's some wild nights for sure. <laughs> I was going to say that was probably a horrible time. eh? going to the mansion. Yeah, it was terrible. It was, uh, I didn't know what to do. <laughs> Uh, so okay, so the, uh, what, what year is this? This is uh, 03, 04. You're playing in LA, and you get to play with Sean Avery. You know how many minutes he had in penalties there? Who? Sean? Sean Avery. Two hundred and sixty-one. Yeah, he was. He was. He was a mouthpiece. <laughs> he, he only had nine nine goals and nineteen assists, but. Still, 261 penalty minutes. That's oh unreal. He was probably different to play with, eh? Well, you know, you know what? Um, <laughs> was no, he as eccentric I, I, as I've, he I've, is I've, now? I've, I've known Sean since you know we're we're young and uh, playing against each other, and uh, he—I mean—he's he's got one of the best mouths on him, you know, for chirping and and. Um, I remember there was, there was a couple of times where, so he, he ended up getting in a fight and, or no, he didn't even get in a fight. There was a couple of guys in San Jose. I think it was San Jose that we were playing and we were playing on the same line. And of course, like, you know, he, he chirps everyone. So I, <laughs> I'm like, you know, I have to, I have to protect them. And, and, but at the same time, I'm like, you know shut up yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know i'm sure it didn't uh, come out that way <laughs> <laughs> and uh and he and he uh he got some of some one of the guys jumped him then there was two guys on him and and the ref had me and they brought me over to the to the side and and i was getting off the ice but i, I saw sean in trouble with with two guys on him so I went back out and I ended up getting a 10 game suspension for it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it, it was, I, I didn't even really do anything. I just grabbed one of the guys to, to get them off. Uh, but it was, you know, it was a 10 gamer that, that you know, caused by, <laughs> caused by him. Yeah. For, <laughs> for like so leaving the bench, they say. Then Sean Avery got you a 10 game suspension and he got Kugel a freaking lifetime suspension. <laughs> Yeah, he was yeah. on the ice when that stuff went down with Kugel, right? Oh, I'm I'm sure he was. He started the, it all. I think no, the, I, I, the yeah, hit was on him. He, he starts and yeah, but I mean, listen, as as much of a mouthpiece uh, as he was or is, you know, he did his job very very well, and yeah. um, you know, he was he was a great player. Uh, you know, he he put points up. He was, he was tough when he needed to be not necessarily um, wouldn't pick on guys that he knew he would lose to, <laughs> but, 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 you know, he, he did his job. He was, he was probably one of the best at, at what he did. Is, is there anybody in the league then that you wanted to fight, but you never got a chance to? In the NHL? Yeah, just just anywhere. Is there's just anybody that you wanted to fight that you just never got a chance to? Um, I mean, 
Who would have I wanted to fight? Because I know you were open to anybody. But I mean, every every everyone always, uh, you know, I I'd say like Probert or or um, or Domi, mm-hmm. um, just because everybody always asked me, and I never played in Toronto or anything. Um, but though I mean, those get those two guys, they they're around forever, and mm-hmm. you know, just well known. The best at what um, they do. Yeah, they're they're really good. And, um, yeah, I, I don't know if uh, I never I, I I didn't really care who I who I fought. Yeah, it was just whoever, um, whenever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did you ever get to go up against the boogeyman? Oh, me and Boogie, we we had probably six, seven fights. Really? Yeah. Awesome. He he got he got me one one fight, um, but for the most part, we we were pretty pretty even or. I got a little bit of an upper hand because uh, we we played in the we played uh, in the HL. So when the lockout happened, uh, I was playing in Chicago, two thousand three, two thousand four, I think it was, or two thousand. When was the lockout? Two thousand three. I think so. You Chicago Wolves, you were with, right? Right, right. And we had we had a great team. We uh, we went to the to the Calder Cup that that year as well. Um, but I mean, we played. I. I played against boogie like you know 10 times and they had they had him and they had erskine uh on on the same team oh, and er- erskine erskine's a, a personal friend we've you know we grew up together and, and i was i was in his wedding and uh i i got in in the ohl there was always like a big a big thing with you know whenever erskine and i played because he was one of the toughest guys in the league and and so was i and uh, that's actually how we uh, got to know each other was from the, in the OHL. And, and uh, he ended up moving down to Kingston and, you know, we were, we were pretty close, but, you know, we, we ended up scrapping once and uh, <laughs> it's because I, I uh, completely hammered uh, one of his, one of his players and he was the only one out there. So he, he came over and, and like I, you know, the whole time was was laughing and. <laughs> All right, we have to do this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. Uh, but Boogie, Boogie was like the only person uh, that I really disliked, um, and it wasn't it wasn't necessarily because uh, I, we just hated each other. We we didn't we didn't like each other. He, I I thought he was a very cheap uh dirty player uh for a big enforcer mm-hmm. uh you know he he used to stick a lot he 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 was just he's dirty he was a dirty player and you know you don't you don't see that a lot with you know big enforcers mm-hmm. right you know so um i just i we just really disliked each other and he was he's literally the only guy that i would say that i wouldn't go out and have a beer with <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah 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 and that doesn't happen very often especially when it doesn't have no it doesn't happen they always want to get together and have a beer right so yeah 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 so what was uh you played with uh joffrey lupo in what anaheim right in uh, anaheim, yeah. 506 what was that stud like because i heard oh. he's just an amazing guy yeah the guy the guy's a weapon yeah um you know he's he uh i i think he no he lives in new york now 
uh, but he might have a, he still might have a place out in out in Newport. Um, but yeah, he was he was great. He was you know great personality. Um, you know him and I him and I were were pretty good with the ladies as well. Um, so he was he was a good wingman, and um, yeah, it was it was it was a fun place to play. And I think he does still have that place on the beach because Shane O'Brien and Scotty Upshaw always talk about his place in Newport Beach. So they always talk quite, about quite the it. Oh, it, it, might, it, might have, uh, it might have some historical value now. <laughs> so they, they can't tear it down or it's, it's there forever. It's like the Hockey Hall of Fame. So oh, many, yeah. Uh, so many famous <laughs> players have been through there. Yeah, for hey, sure. So 2008-2009 rolls around. You're in the AHL. You guys are coming up to the playoffs. You guys won the Calder Cup that year. Could you kind of tell going in that you guys kind of had something special on the go that you guys could have a real good shot at winning it? Oh, uh, yeah. Hershey Hershey was like a first-class organization. Um and the players that that we had on that team were crazy. Mm -hmm. I I remember like you know we uh, there were in the playoffs we were we were sitting out players that had like forty points. Wow, we were we were that good. And you know I I think I only played one or two games in the, in the playoffs. Um, but I mean the the team was so good. It was. Like again, again, there was probably ten guys that played in the NHL, um, and you know we were just we were rocking every every uh, every penalty or power play that we had. It was almost guaranteed. Our our percentage was so high uh, when we when we were on the power play. It was it was wild. Um, they always had, you know, a coin and, and drew that, that was like our, our big duo. And, uh, we had uh, Bork on the, on the, on the, uh, blue line, you know, with one of, one of the other guys, either Sammy or, um, uh, who's, who's the other guy. Anyways, it was, it was our power play and, and lines were, you know, on our fourth line, we had guys that were you know, 40 points deep. Uh, like our our record I mean I don't know if you have a record in front of you but our record was like crazy good let me see here I'll check I got the, this is a the Chicago um, Wolves no, no oh, Hershey, Hershey Bears Hershey, Hershey Bears oh sorry 2000 2009 but we we uh for our bonuses in uh in playoffs uh it basically went on we could we could like double up our bonus every time we we won a game and we like we let it ride and we just crushed it, it was... oh yeah Fuck. that's nuts man um Rob, but like so... that that organization because there, there's really nothing to do in hershey there's literally zero to do in hershey and mm. um it, it it was a really close-knit team mm -hmm. that was one in 17 you guys were 51. What's that? 51 and 17. Jesus. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty good record. Yeah. <laughs> Not bad. Not bad. Yeah. <laughs> and our, our, goal, our goalies, uh, it was Newverth and uh, Vishnowski. Like, oh, those wow. 
two two number one goalies in the AHL. Like it was freaking wild. And uh, Bruce Boudreau was your coach. Yeah. No what, shit. What was he like? Uh, he was, was he a great. players coach, or was he a hard ass, or like? No, he's he's uh he's a players coach for sure. Yeah. Yeah. He uh he always gave me a hard time. I mean. It was more the the fourth liners you would, you would always give uh, give hard time to, <laughs> and, um, but yeah, he was he was a great coach, uh, one of my favorite coaches for sure. Uh, I had him in Manchester as well, so I I knew him from before. Mm-hmm. What, what about Andy Murray? How was he as a coach? Uh, Andy was not a player's coach. Uh, he was more of an X and O guy, okay. um, and it definitely showed on on the ice because I mean, like I said. <laughs> The, the year that that uh, I first came into the league, we had a we had a great team, but uh, it didn't show on on a record at all. Like we didn't, I don't think we made playoffs. So that it just it makes it makes it makes a big difference. Um, you know when you have a coach that you you enjoy being around, and he was just, he was just no fun. he was he was was a very he's a very talented um you know with uh with his with his uh game plan and very organized and very you know x and o uh but you know when you when you are coaching uh high level competitors and, and athletes uh you have to address people or address the athletes in different ways because not not everyone is going to um you know comprehend the same way or or uh or or act the same way uh so you know you have to kind of approach people differently and he didn't really do that it was more like robotic and that's that was an issue Mm -hmm. hey in uh 2011-12 you ended up over in russia right so Rob, yeah. So here's the stat I was telling you about. He played 14 games over in Russia. Okay, Rob, 14 games, 240 penalty minutes. In 14 minutes, for an egg. Kip, what the hell were you? Minutes for 14. Kip, what the hell were you doing there? <laughs> 60 times 14. Carry the one. That's the crazy. Yeah. Uh, that's the craziest stat I've ever heard for 14 games, 240 penalty minutes. Were you fighting like multiple times a game there? No, yeah, like you you get in a fight and you're like done for the rest of the game. Really? Holy fuck. It's it's like yeah, it's it's not uh the the owner the owner was absolutely crazy. He uh and this this guy's this guy's like he was a complete mobster. They're all gangsters over there that own teams, aren't they? What's that? They're all gangsters over there that own teams. No, but this guy was a real gangster. <laughs> and like the year, the year before, I, I had heard stories, uh, you know, about about him. Um, and all he wanted to do was see fights. He owns he owns a, a fighting team as well um, for boxing. I think what's, what was the name? Uh, the the heavyweight boxer. He was he was really good. He went up against Klitschko. Um, I can't remember his name. Is Paul. Pove something. Anyways, uh, he uh, all he wanted to do was see fights, and so he this this is probably one of one of the toughest teams that 
that I've seen. Um, they or toughest line, anyways. Uh, it was me, Morasti, Yablonski, Nick Karnatsky, and one of one of the other Russians. And like it was like a pack of wild dogs <laughs> chasing chasing after the rabbit. My God. And like it was, it, there was. I remember, I remember this one one game in uh, in Belarus, and we're up to we're up to nothing going into the third period. And when he starts drinking, all he wants to do is see see fights. So Nazarov is our coach, and he gets a call from from the owner. He's like, <laughs> I want to I want to see get the boys going. Like on the bench, what's that? Like on the bench, he gets a phone call. In between periods, he gets a phone call. <laughs> so he he comes, he, Nazarov comes into the dressing room. He's like, "Boys, boss man wants to see see something going on." I'm, we're like, "Coach, it's you know, it's two nothing. We're winning. Like this is this is against Belarus, which was a really good team. Like we're we're winning. We're we're doing really well." And. uh He's like, hey, he 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 pays the paychecks. He's <laughs> like, I know. And we're like, oh fuck. So we started, you know, everybody starts wrapping up the 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 wrists, and I'm like, okay. So I think it was, uh, I think Yablonski was already suspended or he's out. Um, and Morasti and I were were on the line together, and first shift. We we go out and the guy lines up beside me, <laughs> and I, I can't I can't remember the guy's name, but oh sorry about that. You're good. Yeah. I thought you were showing us a picture of him. <laughs> and uh, oh, it's 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 probably online somewhere. And uh, he he goes to me. He's like, uh, I I was like, hey, sorry, but I I I gotta go. He's like, no no, why why do you have to go? <laughs> And I was like, just, just hold on. And I'm like, I'm like being nice to him. I'm like, just hold on. Don't throw, don't throw because then, then you're going to get me mad. So he ends, he ends up throwing and like clipping, clipping me. So I, I got, I, you know, the, the light bulb frigging flickers and, and I, you know, I hit him like once and he fell down. And, uh, but I remember the fans, um the fans were going crazy at this point and uh Nazarov grabs one of the sticks and he's like swinging it at all the fans and we had we ended up the game ends uh we end up losing the game and uh we go outside the rink and we have to be escorted by the army to to get out of Belarus because there's like this whole thing like online like you know the, the the it was going to be a riot and and the fans were going to attack us and so <laughs> we had to be escorted out by by the by the police or the army whatever it was my god yeah we we had john on our show and he was awesome man john morasti he was great he was on here telling us a whole bunch of stories about russia i was like my god oh, yeah gong show over there yeah, it was uh, it was nuts. Hey, I have to ask you. We ask everybody who played in Russia. You ever do the Russian gas? The Russian gas? Yeah. 
What's the Russian gas? Oh, you've never heard of it? Oh, maybe I have. I, I don't know. Oh, what's what it is, is they say it's more or less it's a IV rob, right? It's like an IV. So if you're yeah. like if if you're like hungover, you're hurt or something, they give you this like IV. I think it was Ryan Whitney explained it the best. And he's like, oh, I felt like shit going into the rink. He said, I won. I did. The, he told me, he's like, the line was coming out of the wall. You couldn't even see the bag or anything. He <laughs> said, know the, what was it? Yeah, he said, he's okay. like, I didn't even know what it was. But he said, when he did, he said, when I got on the ice, he said, I never felt so good. Yeah, no, I, I didn't inject myself. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's what they were saying, too. Like, and as soon as they say, hey, you got to get the gas. And then everybody starts cheering, gas, 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 gas. <laughs> That's crazy. Jesus. <laughs> it was like a steroid or something, you know. <laughs> Come, coming out from the wall. From yeah, yeah, coming out from the wall. No labels. For Christ's sake. Fucking funny. Yeah, no, I, I was good. I was good. <laughs> hey, also, when you were in Russia, you played with the bread man, didn't you? Uh, the bread man. Panarin? Didn't you play with him somewhere? Oh yeah, that that kid is talented. I was yeah, just gonna he, ask you about him. Could you kind of like you obviously like noticed him, but did could you kind of tell like hey this guy's hundred percent? He was yeah he he was beyond he out, out of everyone. I I knew right away. We actually talked about it, uh, you know, about him, uh, you know, possibly going to to the NHL, and uh, he was yeah he was he was a really fun kid because he was he was a kid at that point he was 19, 18 or 19 years old uh when i when i played with him and um yeah he was you know it was cool because he was like you know trying to learn the english language and um but he was he was such a good player uh even at that age and you know against these these other guys mm-hmm. um you know he's fast he was his skill level was out, out of this world just pure sniper, right? Pure sniper. Yeah. He was he was really dirty. Did he do that like big like leg fucking kick then when he scored? Did he do it back then too? Oh now yeah. He does like a leg kick. Oh yeah, yeah. He he did the delay kick back then too. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. Who was your one uh, favorite player that you got to play with that ended up becoming like, you know, one of one of your best buddies uh, in the NHL? Um, I wouldn't say uh, played with. I, I played played against, or uh, it was so my my agent at the time. Uh, his good buddy uh, came out from wherever I think it was in New York or Philly, and uh, his younger brother uh, was playing in college in in uh, Alaska. And uh, he uh, he was going to try and make a run for you know playing the playing pro uh, out of college and and so he wanted to to train out in LA during the time and I had a place out there and we ended up becoming uh, roommates. Uh, his name is Charlie Cronchnobel and Cronchnobel yeah, it's it's a long last name. Um, I always made fun of him because his, his name went like you know down and down his elbow to arm, elbow down and down to his elbow, <laughs> and so uh, yeah, he's he's probably uh, become you know one of my my best friends and uh, always stay in contact, always you know 
um, and a couple other guys like Erskine, uh, Brett Angel, uh, those guys I've, I've always kept in, in contact with. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, yeah. my last, uh, question for you. I've, uh, fuck, this has been great, by the way, if you could pick any NHL team to like sign with, no matter what, if you could pick any team, what squad would you sign with? Oh, LA. Oh, and you already played there. You already got it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. LA. I mean, listen, there, there's definitely other teams that, that uh would be great to play for um but i mean the the lifestyle and and atmosphere well not so much the atmosphere has definitely gotten better uh since i since i was playing there um you know during during the two what was it 2008 to 2012 i think they had a rock star team Mm -hmm. uh that you know went to the championships won a cup um so yeah, I, I think that you, you can't you can't beat it. You know, you're playing playing on a, on a huge uh, platform. You have the sun. You you have the lifestyle. You you know you're on the beach. You can't complain about too much. <laughs> and there's stars like all over the rink watching the games too, right? Like you yeah, always yeah, yeah. had there's, celebrities. There, yeah, there was there was celebrities always watching watching the games for sure. Love it. Would you grow your hair long too again? I don't know if I could. (laughs) (laughs) I would. I'd love to. (laughs) Oh fuck! All right, Rob. I'm tapped, bro. So it's all. All right, I got one more, and I ask everybody this. So you know how they blow the horn when you score your goal, and uh, you know you you scored a goal, um, and then they, you know, so they have walk up music for baseball players. If they were to play your song. What would your song have been when you scored your goals? Um, <laughs> I I don't know. Uh, let's see here. It stumps everybody. Well, the first the first uh, first song I thought of is uh, "You're the Champion" um, by uh, Queen. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> um. But it would have sucked if you were losing seven one and you scored that goal, right? <laughs> no, no, because I, I never, I never scored. So I, I think, I think, I think it'd be hilarious. <laughs> Skater on the ice. <laughs> yeah, you should yeah. say it for fights. Or, or uh, like, no more, Mister Nice Guy. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would be a good right. one for you. That would be a good one too. Yeah. All right, Kip, man, this has been awesome, man. Action-packed interview. I think we got to touch on almost everything too. So, which is fantastic. So thank you, man. If you're ever down in the Windsor area, we're up in that area. We will definitely hit you up. Maybe we'll play some for golf sure. or something. For sure. Yeah, let's, let's do it. Awesome. Dude. Thanks so I much for really, coming on. You guys having me. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks buddy. Talk soon. Bye-bye. And there he was, ladies and gents, Mr. Kip Brennan absolute beauty that guy has fought a shit ton (laughs) like i was on last night looking up all of his like fight videos and i was just like (laughs) there's just like a zillion of them man that guy's fought a ton but absolute beauty kip thank you man the stories were awesome too his la stories are amazing yeah he was he was a total beaut. (laughs) I, i love the guy 
And it's funny too, eh? When he was, he had like the frosted tips and shit like that. He talks about him and stuff. He's like, goes like this, take his hat off. He's bald now. He's like, I don't think I can grow the hair now. But yeah, he was a funny guy. So thank you, Kip. Absolute beauty. You're welcome on the show anytime, man. Anytime. He's a total surfer dude too. Yeah. <laughs> Loves the beach. Yeah. So a couple things to talk about on the back half real quick. First thing, Drew Doughty played his thousandth game against the Oilers last night. Um, I think they lost. They lost like 5-2 or something like that. Um, did you see, hear any of his of what he said prior to the game at his speech? He's like thanking the team, this and that, and he turns around, Edmonton, I'm sorry. I know this sucks for you guys to sit through, but we'll be out here soon. <laughs> like stuff like that. Like, Drew Doughty is an absolute legend. Thousand games in the league, couple Stanley Cups, couple gold medal. The guy's done it all. The guy's done it all. Done it yeah. all. He's going to be first ballot Hall of Famer. He's Chicky's first cousin. Is he? That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. He's Uh, he's Chicky's a a good old boy from, uh, I met him through Kenny, my brother, and uh, just just a total beaut. Mm -hmm. Just a total beaut. Yeah. He's just like, like, and he he dropped, he, he, his thousandth game, he wanted to drop the puck. Yeah. Yeah. He did, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he got to drop the puck for his thousandth game. They should let the guys do that on their thousandth game. Why not? You know what I that mean? was the first time I've ever seen that. That's the first time I've ever seen that too, man. Maybe that was at his uh, request. You know, like, hey, can I drop the puck tonight? For sure, it was. It, it, he he asked to do mm-hmm. it. That's awesome, man. So what? I've got a hold man. of the mic and <laughs> missing missing his two front teeth. Oh, yeah. He, I <laughs> guess. <laughs> I guess when they won the cup, like he was like, he partied the longest. They said like, he was after it for like, for like four or five days in a row after they won the cup, he was after it. They said, but it doesn't surprise me. Good old Ontario boy. Right. So (laughs) does, it doesn't surprise me at all at all. Also, you said, uh, Laviolette got his 700th win as well. Right. Yeah, man. That's a lot of fucking 700 win. But like Don Cherry is so pissed off about that, right? Because everything comes to a shootout now, not yeah. a tie, a shootout. Mm-hmm. So one team's winning. Yeah. I like there not being ties, though. I do like it. I do too, but I'm not big on the shootout. Oh. I'd rather I'd rather go the five, the four, the three, the two, the one. Yeah, but I think the shootout takes less time. That's probably what they want during the regular season, right? Well, you got to get everybody home, right? Yeah, <laughs> unless it's a playoffs, and then then you can sit there at all like four o'clock in the morning and watch a hockey game. <laughs> like, <laughs> but that's the playoffs. That's the, that's the beast of, of the playoffs. So like that's the thing. Didn't we have a game like when they did the Toronto Edmonton thing and everything? Wasn't there a game that went like seven? It was like in the fourth or fifth overtime when it ended. They they had to like cancel again the island, uh the uh oh, who was it the islanders and somebody i feel like it was the lightning Ooh. they had just I had a know. they just had a crazy long game but yeah that was funny man so lavulette congrats on 700 hell of a coaching career so far this this game pissed me off last night so we said Colorado had a 19, not game point streak, but they had 19 points. Or is it, ni- is it 19 consecutive games where they've got a point? 
Okay. So me, I did a OLG pool sheet last night. There was nine hockey games. So you got to do them all. It's five bucks, whatever. I do them. I hit on every game and I'm sitting there. I'm thinking when I get to that Dallas, Colorado, I'm like, man, like Colorado's got this street going and everything, but I'm like, and I think they're first place in the league, right? Colorado. I feel like they're right up there. So I know, but I feel like they're up there anyways. We know, we all know they're near the top of the league, but I'm like, man, Dallas records looking pretty good too. They've been kind of hot as of late, but I'm like, ah, Colorado's playing at home. Right. Like, like Colorado. So I choose Colorado and then fucking Dallas wins. So I checked earlier this morning. So that's a five, $5 bet thing, right? Yep. $5 $5 bet thing. If I would have, if Colorado would have won, mind you, it could have been much less because it was the like favorite that kind of won it. But if it would have been, if I would have hopped in on that group or whatever that won it, I would, I would have won like 650 bucks on five on a Colorado win. Really? <laughs> yeah. So, fuck. so what did I? I need to Grand just go Tom's. with my gut next time. Huh? <laughs> Well, he always laughs at me because there's been so many times this year where I've literally got one wrong. Like I can think of like even NFL pools, man. There's a couple NFL times I got one wrong. You know, those ones pay out big, like the NFL ones. Right. And I've freaking, I think three times during the whole football season, I got one wrong three times, dude. Nate did it like six times. Like it's stupid, (laughs) Like, like unreal. So real quick, Rob, before we go, uh, we do our beaut of the week there. I just got about 14 or 15 things on, on this day in hockey history. <laughs> actually, it's only hey, boys three. are going to love this. <laughs> actually, it's only three. So calm your tits, boys. All right. So first one, February 18th, 1918. Um, George Vesna recorded the first NHL shutout in NHL history just three months into the season. That was in 1918. That was in the first NHL season ever. The first ever recorded NHL season. He recorded the first shutout ever. And I'm just joking, guys. There's not even three points. There's actually only two. So, <laughs> and the other one, I got to mention Gretzky because he's like the greatest ever last lace them up. Sorry. Gretzky has the first five goal game. Well, first of his five goal games, February 18th, 1981 against St. Louis in a 9-2 Oilers win. Wayne also was the first NHL guy to score at least, or to score three goals in a game five times before he was 21. Nice. That's crazy, dude. So a couple fun facts for you guys. I like to throw those out once in a while. Educate the listeners a little bit. I'll be honest with you, dash, dash one on ant because I had one of the points down twice. So I must have like copied and pasted or some shit and not paid attention. So those are my two. So even shorter for the mag guys. Um, Rob, which leads us to our last segment of our show, which is beauty of the week. You get to go first. I will go first this, this week. I think you did first last week. So I'll go first this week and mine's going to be Jack Eichel. I know he hasn't played or anything, but I just know the grind that he did to get back into the lineup after the surgery and, being traded and going through a whole bunch of shit and moving to a new town and just the rehabs, everything like that. So I want to wish him all the best. 
Um, I hope I hope he scores a goal tonight. And so Jack Eichel is my beauty of the week. Rob? Mine is the uh, South Point girls team. Like, I think that's amazing that they have come into the league. Their coaches have taken them under their wing and all the parents, uh, like, everybody wins. Everybody wins. They bought so, in, man. Yeah. Which is great. And they're all already 15 in the province. So that is beautiful for them. So once again, ladies, congrats. Keep up the hard work. Best of luck moving forward. We're going to be keeping an eye on you guys. So Cassie is Mr. And Grace Andraka, you, you guys are the best. Mm-hmm. Like you're the last line of defense. And I think that's uh, you, you two are my beauts of the week. There you go. Boom, two local. Those are beauties of the week, shall we say. Yeah, my um, two beauties. Do you have anything else, bro? Are you good to go? Yep, I'm good. Beautiful episode, everybody. Until next week, Aunt Rob, we're signing off. We're out of here. See ya. Peace.